Hello, hello, and welcome back to Films We Kinda Remember, the show where we try and remember a film that we've not seen in a little while. I'm Sam. I'm Lisa. And I'm Pete. And I'm just a cook. You're not just a cook, though. You also kinda remember films. Yeah, well, I also cook. Get out of the cake. Here's an MP5. Keep the faith. It's under siege. Oh, yeah. I like it. Right, so this film starts with the USSS Missouri. The US the USSS the USS Missouri, which is a World War Two battleship. Battleship a destroyer. I think mm. this is like the film where they agreed the surrender of Japan or something like that. I might be wrong about that. Was it a World War Two? What? No, I mean the Missouri. No, no, no. The Missouri is. It's I'm historically sure, important. I'm gonna say I'm sure the Missouri is a World War Two ship, but this yeah. this is a film where they've got cruise missiles and yeah, well they've retrofitted it with cruise missiles. Oh right, okay, fair, right. I should look. We'll look that later. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it has some historical significance to World War Two, like yeah, they negotiated Japan's surrender on it or something like that. No, That's what I've got in my head. No, no, no. Might be wrong. No, not that important. But they have this whole spiel of like. Uh, it's her last voyage. After this last voyage, we're going to retire her and everything. So they're running a skeleton crew. But because it's still a military ship, it's still armed. It's still got cruise missiles. It's still nuclear capable, apparently, or something. <laughs> I think I think they're like nuclear cruise missiles. I might have made that up. It's not that important. That would anyway, elevate the stakes. It would it, it would. would elevate the stakes. So bear that in mind. So this kind of sets the scene, right? Battleship, cruise missiles, skeleton crew, cut to a kitchen, and we've got Steven Seagal. It's the captain's birthday, so he's preparing something a little bit special. He is, that's right. And, um, yeah. You remember to bake the cake before putting the woman in this time? (laughs) (laughs) Don't bake it afterwards, that would be fucking disastrous. But that reduces the taste. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. <Ooh. laughs> Steven Seagal does not eat people. No. That we know of. That we know of. He does yeah. not need to eat. Don't sue us, Steven Seagal. <laughs> he does not eat. Like a conventional <laughs> human being. He just lives off pure Aikido. But he is the best blues player on planet Earth. <laughs> according to Steven Seagal. <laughs> there is that. Um... So yeah, he's like in the kitchen and uh Captain Krill, I think it is. No, is Krill's it? his second officer. Is it? Captain Corelli. Oh. Captain Corelli. And his mandolin. <laughs> he's gonna the play cap- his mandolin for his right. birthday. Oh, what's the captain called? No, I Captain Corelli. Corelli. Right, Captain Corelli. It's his birthday. And yeah, uh Lieutenant. Krill, someone help me out with ranks here. Commander. Commander. Is that less than a captain? Yes. In the Navy? Yes. That's weird, man. Commander, captain. Captain's a big old boy. I mean, have you seen Star Trek? Oh, uh, yeah. Captain Kirk Picard, captain. Commander Riker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. how I remember my Navy ranks. <laughs> That's really helpful. There you go. Actually, that, that will actually help me out in the future. I think he's a commander. I can't write, because well, I've, battle- I've played Battlefield 2, right? And Commander is like, well, it's not a rank, it's like a job you can do when yes. you get elected That'd to that post. <laughs> <That'd be laughs> and everyone votes commander. at the start of the battle. No, you, and, uh, you just 
you just got it. Oh, you didn't vote. It's if, just if, if you're, you're the highest, highest rank. rank. Yeah. Well, it says election, commander again, election. That's, and that's stuff. army again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, we're getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway. anyway, welcome to army ranks we kind of remember. <laughs> <laughs> Today we'll be talking about warrant officer. How is it different from a color sergeant? Who knows? Who knows? I sure fucking don't. <laughs> so, cook is the highest rank anyone can have, right? Yes. Because apparently you have to be a badass. Yeah. <laughs> and Casey Ranback is the cook off the ship. And he's cooking fucking beefsteak, he's cooking a cake, he's cooking hors d'oeuvres, everything. The party's just about getting started and there's a helicopter coming in with some of the party people in it. But he isn't cooking a stripper. He's not cooking a stripper, no. no. That would be really this bad. Is a, this isn't that kind of film. No. Yet. And it's also a paper cake, I think, so <laughs> yeah. probably don't want to put that in the oven. So there's a helicopter, and no, it's no. got um, K from Men in Black on it. What's mm. his name? Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. Tommy Lee Jones is on it, along with a woman. What's his name in this? K. His name's Cap- K. We called him Captain Corelli. No, wait, no. That's no, that's the dead. actual captain. He uh, can be his name Darth is... Maul. Yeah. Darth Maul is in the helicopter um, with the woman, whose name is... Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> and they are landing because, it, as, as we've said before, it's the captain's birthday. Mm. So there's going to be lots of frivolity, lots mm-hmm. of happiness. But the cook isn't very happy. Yeah. He's there. But he's like, yeah, you know, I'm a cook. I'm going to cook up a storm. Making a bit of, as you said, you know, do different bits of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, some, there's a bit of tension between mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. and the second officer. Commander Krill. Commander Krill. Um, because the captain, Kate, uh, sorry, the cook, Casey Ryback, he's a, he's like a whale, and Commander Krill will be filtered through yeah. the the weird teeth things. To, like grill. The grill. Teeth grill. The grill. In, the whale grill. In, yeah. In, I'm really stretching him. <laughs> he's a whale, and he's gonna like. He's got no respect for uh, authority. Imbibe like gallons and gallons of seawater, and just fucking. Get the krill in his mouth, chew it, eat filter it, it, whatever, filter it. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So, um, so Ryback's like all up in his face, and he's like, oh, "You can't tell me what to do. I'm a cook. I what I say goes. I've got my. I'm the head chef. I've got my sub chefs, sous chefs, or whatever. If I tell them to put more salt in, then they do it." <laughs> And Kirill is like, hang on a minute, that's assaulting an officer. That's not assaulting an officer. That's assaulting an officer. And yeah, and then he just smacks him, and then the officer says something uh, homophobic in response. Mm. And uh, everyone's on their way mm-hmm. uh, to a cracking old birthday party. <laughs> well, before they're on their way to the birthday party, Commander Krill gets his retribution by throwing Casey Ryback in the brig. Mm. It's not a brig, it's a meat locker. It's just a kitchen. Yeah, but he locks him in the cupboard. He like locks him in the freezer thing yeah. where the meat is. Because he's still the only cook. Yeah, he's still the only cook. They still need him to cook, but like in the cupboard, I guess. I, I don't know. We're lock you in the freezer and expect you to cook food. He, cl- he doesn't think it through, obviously, because he just <laughs> chucks him in there. He's like, job done, fine. He's not worried about him anyway. He's just fucking cook. He gets the private like the lowest rank private or whatever to guard the fridge and he says right make sure he doesn't leave this room until I come and get him 
Guys, not to leave the room, even if you come and go. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> this this could go in several minutes. Because, let's yeah. just <laughs> let's not do it's that. Not I was going to embark on that, but let's <laughs> <laughs> <this> just not. <laughs> um, so yeah, off to the party. Here we go. Big party's kicking off. All right, and this is this is a big deal because, mm. I mean, so I first watched this film because my brother had it on DVD, mm. and I watched it with him, and he skipped past this bit. He didn't. No, the first didn't. time. No, he didn't because this isn't where what you're talking about happens. Oh. Mm-hmm. What happens next then? They're at the party. Yeah. Yes. Of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because she's like, I need to sleep. Yeah. So I'm gonna take sleeping pills in yeah. while and get in the cake and then get in yeah, the cake. Because she's a stripper. She's Miss July, and she's meant to pop out the cake for the captain. But why does that mean she needs sleeping pills? Because then... She's tired. Of otherwise, she'd do it on cue. But if she's tired, why does she need sleeping pills? <laughs> she's not tired. I don't fucking know. What is uh, this? Don't think too hard about it. I think no, you've... No. But what actually happens Picked is... apart this entire movie. <laughs> during the birthday party, armed dudes get out. Mm-hmm. And they surround everyone. Yeah. And they're like... Hey, stop being at birthday party now and start being a hostage situation. <laughs> it's like Nakatomi Plaza, but on a boat. <laughs> exactly. And then the, all the things are like, oh no, but it's the captain's birthday. And then Tommy Lee Jones is like, but the captain's dead. So now it's his death day. And you're all hostages. I mean, that's really convenient when your birthday and your death day. I mean, you've you've, you've got it really, really well wound. I don't know why. I mean, but your family's only got to go to the grave once a year. Exactly. There you go, yeah. And you, 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 you need to remember one day mm. for the gravestone. Thank you, Tommy Jones. It doesn't yeah. matter. Good lad. That's now, not quite... was better at defending me from aliens. Mm. Mm. So what they also do as well is, like, um, the Commander Krill is up on stage. No, Tommy Lee Jones is up on stage. Commander Krill goes up to get the captain. Commander Krill is cross-dressing at this point. He is, yes. That's right. Um, and uh, Tommy Lee Jones... What did we establish his name was? Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul's on stage and he says, okay, let's play a game here. Who's the highest ranking officer on this ship? And this guy stands up and he goes like, yeah, that's me. I'm really good. My name's uh, Jerry... <laughs> Uh, Jerry uh, Geriatric Tony <laughs> I'm a super captain mega rank officer with third uh, medals third, on, third place medals third in place all medals. the wars I'm on my third call of duty uh, <laughs> third place medals in all the wars yeah, which is pretty good he's not like the best rank ever but he's I mean, not like gold medals in he's done like, he's like he's done like three prestige <laughs> ranks on call of duty yeah, yeah. Thing is, most wars have two sides. Getting third place is an achievement in itself, <laughs> surely. <laughs> you were third place on the winning well done. side. You were, you were third place in a two-sided fight. Right. You know when you play Battlefield 2 and uh, you finish uh, the game okay, and like yeah, your yeah. side's won, Brilliant. but you've also got your scoreboard uh, and you've got uh, first, yes. second, third... <laughs> And you get, may or may not get medals, I can't quite remember. I I literally thought you meant he came third in a two-sided fight. Sorry. (laughs) He's the highest ranking officer on the ship, anyway, that's established. And Darth Maul goes, salutes him and shoots him in the head. Nice. It's like, at last we may reveal ourselves to the officers. At last we will have cake. (laughs) Is that a sharp? Stripper cake. 
It was Darth Maul. Um, Darth Maul. Ah, right. So he shoots him in the head, and that means that now all of the other crew are entirely helpless because they've lost their highest ranking officer. Yeah, so now they're hostages. <laughs> and yeah, Krill goes up to meet the captain and he shoots him. Is the rest of this film just Krill going around executing people? Not really. That's about it, I think, for no. executions. But yeah, they get all the, the hostages and they just fucking ship them out and they put them like, downstairs in the depths of the ship. Hmm. No, they just stay in the mess hall, don't they? No. They put... They're just kept prisoner in... I think they lock them, like... There's some in the engine room, isn't there? I think they lock them in the engine room or somewhere downstairs. Mm, They can't do anything to impede their plans when they're in the engine room. (laughs) No. The the place where all of the important things that make the ship go are. I don't know what the layout of a ship is, but I'm pretty sure they put them, like, (laughs) downstairs in the ship so that they can then flood it later. In the crash. They put them in the crash. <laughs> I think they put them in the... <laughs> the crash. easily the floodable crash. child play area. Yeah, because if a war breaks out, then you don't need the complications yeah, of children. First, yeah, exactly. First thing you, you want to do, need to drown, drown the children. <laughs> drown children, create ballast. <laughs> I mean, this is horrific, but I can fully believe that the US Navy operates on these kinds of principles. <laughs> uh, so they've taken all the hostages hmm. now... And they're like, guess what, guys? How many fucking missiles have you got? Because we've got them now. That was the not a shit way of saying that. But that's basically what they said. Yeah. These missiles? Ours. Screw you guys. Bruv, we've got bear missiles. Bear missiles. Missiles for days. They've got the hostages. They've taken control of the ship. But they forgot they about the cook. Forgot about... And K. And Wildcard. C. Ryback. And Wildcard Stripper. Yeah, there's a cake in an empty mess hall. And a cook in a fridge. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what happens. I'm with you. So, like, after he shoots Super Captain Gerald, uh, bronze medal in every war ever. (laughs) Um, Bronze medal in a war. They, like, there's gunfire to scare all the other hostages and they get them down. And meanwhile, in the meat cupboard, Casey Ryback's like, what's that? That's gunfire. And the private's like, shut up, man. I don't know you. You you, you shut up. And Casey Ryback's like, no, no, man. It's gunfire. You just radio in. Call Captain Krill, Commander Krill. He won't be angry at you. He'll just ask to be relieved, and it's all good. And he rings up. Give, give the commander a call. That could be relieved. I mean, I don't believe you, but I'm going to do this anyway. Hello? Hey, I'm, 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 I'm the private guarding, uh, guarding that cook. Oh, Private Tompkins, how's it ah. going? I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah, it's all good. How's, how's things? Uh, yeah, we're good up here. We're, 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 we're fine. No, no problems here. We had a, a radiation leak, big leak, lots of radiation uh we're fine though how are you oh well, i'm good thanks for asking uh that's great cool uh anything else you wanted to bring up uh, ask him if you can be relieved oh yeah uh so um can, can i be relieved at any time or... uh, uh yeah where are you again i'm i'm i'm, I'm in the kitchen going in the fridge <sighs> fuck me i forgot about the kitchen 
What's going on? Oh, I forgot about this dude, fucking Casey Ryback. I locked him in the fridge. I entirely forgot about him. My bad. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll send someone down to relieve you. Um, don't worry about it. Uh, any noises you heard previously wasn't gunfire. It was party poppers. Um, it's just fireworks for the party, so don't worry about that. We're sending someone down to relieve you. It's all cool, yeah? Excellent. No worries. It's Sorted. Fine. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it's okay. It's party poppers. This is no worries. All right. Ugh. This is this is a team on the way to relieve me. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Cool. Um. Why, why was there screaming? Uh, the party poppers, man. They are pretty scary. They, they're damn scary. I'm not going to think any harder about this anymore. I'm just going to stay in this fridge. But really, <laughs> he was thinking about how to escape. That's true. From the fridge. Mm-hmm. And that involves turning a microwave into a bomb. You fucking got it. Ah. He puts some fucking eggs and some flour mm. and some Semtex mm. in a bowl <laughs> and puts Semtex. it in the microwave. Why do you use a microwave? Dude, Casey Ryback is, is a top chef, yeah. Because right, yeah, no, it has to, you have to like... He gets a bonus when he uses a cooking implement. Because it counts down. <laughs> That's the only logic at play in this scene is that microwaves count down Therefore, when it reaches yeah. zero, it will explode. Just despite it's the fact that that's yeah. that, that's literally not how microwave like microwaves will be hitting the thing. Yeah. Whatever it is that creates the explosion, unless he just knows exactly how long the microwaves need to hit all the things that he puts in the thing yeah. to make why, it explode. Why, why just not He's turn that it all good. the way? Around? Um, because he is a fucking Navy SEAL, yeah. son. But so he, I think he knows a little bit more about this than you do. Mm-hmm. I do love that bit because, like, literally the microwave goes off. They send, like, so they do send some, like, Navy SEALs down or some Special Forces guys. And Darth Maul has this bit where he goes, like, what are these guys you're sending down or something? And Krill's like, don't worry about it. These guys are, like, trained fucking Special Forces. They're trained they can, killers. They can take on a thousand Marines... No, they can take on like ten marines and a thousand cooks. So Ooh, it's fucking sorted, yeah. Be fighting words. And they send two of these guys down, but then the microwave goes, bing, done. <laughs> Blows the fuckers up. I'm gonna say he's clearly never been in a kitchen at mm. nine forty-five when the kitchen closes at ten and somebody mm. makes a fucking food order. One of the fucking staff downstairs takes a food order at quarter to ten when you're supposed to be cleaning down. Uh, like I'm just I'm just saying mm, mm. cooks be angry mm. cooks be angry mm, mm. have you ever put a bomb in the microwave to blow up like the management when they come in or something mm. yes legally yeah. my solicitors have told me I'm not allowed to answer that question mm. okay that, is that is that normal sort of thing that happens standard yeah, practice so. pretty much yeah that's why restaurants shut down so often and that's what happens yeah. well there's a lot there's a lot there's a lot of uh, crossover between mm. cooking and Making Bombing. bombs. Yeah. You know, the IRA, all of them. Great chefs. Really great chefs. Right. Just, you know, they they oh, they could just make a serious, they could cook, cook up a storm. Great Colcanon, deadly bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
But yes, um, so of course he 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 explodes the microwave, mm-hmm. um, killing the dudes and setting out setting free mm. the chef, Casey Ryder, the heavy breathing Stephen Seagal <laughs> motherfucker himself. That's the guy. And as he's coming out of the fridge, he grabs the throwing knife that I missed earlier that he threw at the board. Again, standard uh, yeah. kitchen. He's got a right. Navy SEAL throwing knife because. It's not a Navy SEAL throwing knife, it's a cook's throwing knife. Is it? The Navy SEALs got them from chefs. Right. Mm. Did they? Yeah. Ah, okay. How do they think Navy SEALs learned how to kill? Exactly, yeah, they're all chefs. Yeah. Because it's just a bit later when he's like thrown it into someone's neck and um, Krill's all being cocky and he's like, he's a fucking cook, yeah, he's good with cooking knives. And then Darth Maul's like, fucking calling this a cooking knife, mate. (laughs) This is a fucking Navy SEAL knife. Are you fucking having a fucking laugh, mate? Mm. Are you are you having a fucking laugh? Mm. You're daft. That's a fucking special thought, isn't it? No, it's a cooking knife. I've, oh, that's a cooking knife. I mate, guess. you try spreading butter with that cunt. I'm not saying it's a fucking butter knife. I'm saying it's a chopping, you know, for chopping onions and shit. It's a sharp knife, right? I mean, that'll kill you. That's a fucking... If it can chop an onion, it can chop your neck. Talk about chopping onions. I'm, I'll fucking make you cry in a minute. All right. Well, hey, hey, hey. All right, back off some. All I'm saying is he's a cook. He's good with knives. Let's leave it at that. But let's find the bastard and, and sort him out. Um, so, yeah, so they're like, right, who's this rogue bastard, Casey Ryback? This rogue cook. I mean, that's a better name for the film, right? There. Rogue bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. This time on... No, that's not. <laughs> rogue bastard. <laughs> this summer, rogue bastard to the fucking... <laughs> He used to be good with cooking knives. Now he's better. Now he's better. What happens when a man from a kitchen gets involved with some older boys who Who dare him him at school? Bully him at school and dare him to do naughty things like (laughs) break into that abandoned building and uh, steal that. Chocolate bar from the corner shop. In a world where cooks can be ex-special forces personnel that have defied military authority and instead of being kicked out of the military are just reduced to being chefs, one man this summer is the fuckinator. Rogue chef. What is Rogue it? bastard. Rogue bastard. <laughs> 12A. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Rogue, Rogue Bastard is just sneaking around this ship and they don't know where he is. And uh, Darth Maul's like, he made light work of these like special forces guys that we send down. Like, honestly, that's really bad. And uh, Krill's like, yeah, he's just a fucking cook. He's just a cook. And he's like, right, finally he's fine. I want to see what this guy's history is. Because mm, they've, they've got the off- the captain's quarters. Yeah, they've mm. killed the captain. They've taken his key mm-hmm. and they're having a look in his Shot little in. safe yeah. where he keeps his butt plugs mm-hmm. and his personnel folders. Yeah. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. He's not a cook. Mm. 
is a fucking special forces. We shouldn't stereotype. Just because he's in the Navy doesn't mean he's got personnel files in his suit. True, true. Maybe they're not all that organised. But this is the case in in this case, E. Ryback. Because... And they're yeah. like, oh my god, it's Jason Bourne. Oh my god, it's Casey Ryback. No, oh wait, it's fucking Steven Seagal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, um, Darth Maul's He's like, going to breathe heavily on us. Right. <laughs> you fucker. You told, you told me this guy was just a fucking cook. I tried to look up his personnel file. It wasn't there. It wasn't with the other ones. It was in the captain's fucking safe. Because this guy's hot shit, Yeah. Right? You didn't know about this, but he's fucking ex-special forces. Honourable discharge for, like, <laughs> wanking off in the toilet or something. I, I love the idea. Honourable discharge. This fucking captain has yeah. just got a safe and he's just got a file that says, secret, <laughs> do not open, yeah. keep in separate safe, yeah. cook is actually Navy SEAL. <laughs> like, like, just... What? <laughs> they wouldn't keep him just on the personnel file. Why wouldn't they just expunge his old file? Because yeah. he's not in the Navy. And just have anymore. a separate file where he's just a cook, and yeah. then have a separate file that's all his Navy shit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Or is that what it is? No, uh, it's, it's, it's actually the first one. Yeah, it's, it's the first one. Top secret, do not open, cook is a Navy SEAL. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like it's like got a little red tape on that when you open yeah. it's like you know, it's like yeah. a purity seal. And it's like, oh, oh, we're in a really dire situation. I'm going to have to open the red open the tape file. file. Oh, it turns out our cook is actually a fucking militant bastard. <laughs> Good, He can get us out of this terrible situation. Well, as far as I know, this might be what the US Navy actually does. Well, true. I'm not in the US Navy. Useful, like, if your battleship got commandeered by terrorists or something, then you would want... To secretly have a Navy SEAL guy planted <laughs> I mean, in the kitchen staff or something. I, I mean, the, it, it's lucky that, like, so they had this whole plan where they have to imprison every single crew member, but it's just lucky that, like, this one guy who happens to be the Navy SEAL happened to be in the meat locker and happened to be forgotten about. <laughs> and this, I mean, this fucks up the whole plan, basically. Mm. So, where do we go from here? So, yeah, they've suddenly worked out shit. Casey Ryback, he's actually an ex-Navy SEAL. He's really good. Expert in martial arts, weapons and tactics. He's breaking out and going book wild on motherfuckers, right? He's going insane. He's sneaking around. He's, like, tripping dudes up and chopping them in the neck. Breathing. Breathing. Breathing heavily. Uh, he's going around. He gets... It's how you know that Steven Seagal's about to fuck a motherfucker up. Because he goes... I, I... Listeners, I... I... I challenge you, watch a Steven Seagal movie, any Steven Seagal movie, mm-hmm. just before he's about to fuck some guys up, he goes, and he does this weird breathing thing, and once I noticed it, I couldn't stop noticing it. He's got this weird, like, upright stance. He's just like, it's like his whole top body is an action figure, and its action feature is that he goes, and then fucks people, and breaks people's arms. It, right, Steven Seagal... Is brilliant, yeah, because in in this kind of era where you had all these like muscly action dudes doing martial arts, you and you had like Jean Claude Van Damme and stuff. Schwarzenegger. You have this like podgy fucking <laughs> six foot three dude with terrible hair, with terrible fucking hair, who just like 
he's basically a propeller. <laughs> and he just walks up to people and breaks their arms. <laughs> like a goose. Yeah, like a goose. Um, and it's just insane to watch. And he's just like the driest fucking actor ever. <laughs> so he's just like, hey, what are you doing? And then he'll just break like nine people's arms and legs and fucking throw their heads through windows and stuff. And it's really brutal to watch. And it was amazing. It cut out its own niche on TV. Like Steven Seagal movies are just great. So I'll, I think we're now come to the most important scene in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, yeah. Or, we're there. We're there. Purely through how many times I watched it mm-hmm. as a teenager. Tell us. Recount when, it in detail. When I was like fucking 12 or something. So <laughs> the, I remember on the DVD, the name of the scene on the scene select ah. menu was Out of the Cake. Ooh. And um, so... Tell us what came out of the cake? Well, you all remember Sarah. Mm. Yes. From the helicopter. Took some sleeping pills because she couldn't sleep. Miss, she could sleep. She was tired, I know. Miss June. July. July. February, April, March, it's September. It's definitely Miss July, and I don't know why I remember that. And you all remember her. Well, Casey Ryback, you know, he's got his fucking guns. He's mm-hmm. just fucked up a load of dudes, and he yep. comes into the mess hall. Mm. And there's a big fucking cake in the middle, and he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he, like, nudges it a little bit, and then music starts playing. Mm. And it's like, bang, stack, bang, 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 bang. And then she bursts out of the cake, topless, mm-hmm. and starts playing with her boobs. Yeah. For about eight seconds. Quite a while, yeah. Well, let me tell you, listeners, <laughs> back in the day, that was more than enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, she plays with her baps. There were simpler times back then. You, you didn't have easy internet access and stuff. But you, had, sort of thing up, but you had a VCR mm. and a copy of Under Siege, and you could keep rewinding and playing this one particular scene. I suppose yeah. it was a DVD, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I nicked it from my brother mm. <laughs> uh, because yeah, because it had this scene, and I was yeah. like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> Memorable scene. Mm. Uh, so she breaks out. She rolls her boobs around mm. like some fucking chime balls. Um, and Casey Ryback's like, well, I'm Steven Seagal. Uh, can you not do that, please? This is about Aikido. <laughs> um, and he's like, all right, calm yourself. And she's like, calm your tits. <laughs> yeah, literally calm your tits. Um, so Pete is oh, no. Miss June. Hello. You are Casey Ryback. Surprise. Oh, no. Freeze! Put your tits away! <laughs> Never! Who are you? I'm, I'm, I'm the cake girl. What are you doing here? Jumping out of a cake. Give <laughs> <laughs> a second. Why does, why does Miss June seem so in control of the situation? <laughs> I love Casey Ryback, the fucking like, special forces badass that's just murdered fucking loads of people and has a gun trained on this topless woman is like scared and Miss June is like no who are you <laughs> sorry I forgot I wasn't doing Clint Eastwood all the training in the world couldn't prepare him for 
a topless woman coming out of a cake. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't. He's never seen the tits, so mm. it disarms him. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He spent his whole life training <laughs> for this, you know, situation. And someone's just thrown in a stripper. And suddenly a stripper. And he doesn't know what to do, and he's vulnerable. Oh no, a woman. <laughs> suddenly a stripper. So yeah, he knows how to deal with men, he, but women, he just never quite. Uh, he's a navy seal, you can't break its can't. neck. What's he meant to do? Exactly. Exactly. And so he doesn't know what to do, so he gives her a gun. Because it's obviously a good idea. Oh. Okay, love. Put your tits away. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give you a gun. Yeah. Just cover your tits with this. <laughs> what kind of gun was it? It's an MP5. Now I'm going to set it to semi-automatic. It's got a laser sight on it. Uh, you point that at someone. You pull the trigger. Bang, bang, they're dead. Here you go, love. Ah, hey, do, would, would you like to shoot people? Is that what you enjoy? No, I forgot. No, I can't shoot people. <laughs> why, why, why not? <laughs> I can't remember why. Just, no, I'm, it, I'm just, morally opposed to it. Basically, yeah, you just don't. Uh, uh, I don't enjoy this character at all. I want to go and shoot everybody. <laughs> this is so diametrically opposed to Pete's own personal character. This is the idea of start fights. The idea of not wanting to shoot people <laughs> with a gun. <laughs> renders him incapable of playing this character. Don't worry about it, you'll get to shoot someone later. That's right, okay, I'm back. <laughs> so yeah, he gives her the gun and he's basically like, right, don't worry about it, it all comes naturally. It's like video games. I'll tell you what, mate, it's like fucking, you haven't played uh, fucking it's Dust. It's Call of Duty, mate. It's Dust Duty. 2, mate, right? Mm. And you're on the fucking fourth round, eco round, mm. so you're like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll just go for a fucking deagle. But first blow you kill, he's got MP5. And you're like, fucking justice. And you fucking killed him on on, on B Long. That's, uh, yeah, that's I'm exactly what it's like. Um, I'm on board. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to springboard some other stuff there, but that's that didn't, fine. just didn't come off. I'm trying to think where to go next. And I can't remember. Well, I can't remember actually where they go from here. So he gives her a gun and mm-hmm. then they go off again. They go skulking around just like trying to be spooky. and. What are the terrorists him? actually trying to do? Right, that's Good a question. great question. So basically, I think Darth Maul explains this to Casey Ryback later, but they're trying to start some sort of revolution or he describes it as a revolution. And uh, he has this whole speech where he's saying, like, it's not a movement, it's a revolution. Because mm. a movement moves a certain distance and then stops. A revolution keeps on revolving and gathering momentum or something like that. It doesn't make any sense, but it's... It sounds prophetic, so it's cool. sounds yeah. prophetic, and, and yeah. So he says that. And so what are they trying to, like, actually get? Again, it's... I do like not know they've got they've got they've taken control of they've got missiles potentially a World War Two battleship that's mm. been retrofitted with some badass missiles. They've definitely got cruise missiles because this is. I don't know what they're actually after, but that's what they've got. I think they're basically like ransoming. The I think US it is. Government. I think I think they're trying to hold people. They're trying to hold the United States hostage. Yeah. Like because it gets doesn't it get to work. the point later where they've got like. 
air, strike aircraft on yep. them. Yeah. Yep. Again, this is yeah. I don't I don't remember what their actual demands are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can't even remember that. So let's make something up. Yeah, got to be king of the world. Obvious. So Darth Maul wants to be crowned as king of the earth. Mm. Yes. In order to initiate his space marine program. Sp- mm. <laughs> His mm. space marine program. Darth Maul is the emperor of mankind. Yes. Attempting to create his thunder warriors to yes. unite all of the warring clans of Earth in order to usher in a new uh, enlightened age of civilization so that humanity can colonize the stars. Mm. And link up with all our lost people. And link up with all the lost colonies. Colonies. Oh, And rediscover right. warp technology. Yes. This makes a lot of sense. So the emperor of mankind... Uh, he radios in, uh, yeah, Darth Maul, the Emperor of Mankind, radios in his demands to the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, do they have a number where it's like zero one eight hundred fucking they <laughs> ransom the, hotline? They phone the switchboard and they say, "Put me through to the president," and someone answers, <laughs> "Hello, sir, you're through to the U.S. switchboard." And he goes, "Right, uh, put me through to the president, love." I'm sorry, sir. You, you can't just phone the president. This is the United States. Everyone's trying to do it. That would be ridiculous. And uh, he goes, yeah, but I've got cruise missiles. And she's like, I'll put you right through. <laughs> That's the best <laughs> word. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> I hear you've got heavy ordnance. Sir, you've got my attention. <laughs> Mr. President, there's someone on the line for you. Tell him I'm busy. He's good. He, he says he's got cruise missiles. Put him right through. <laughs> Sewing or buying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there. Uh, then Casey Ryback and Sarah are crashing through this boat. Just fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. They keep meeting dudes. They keep breaking dudes' arms. Mm-hmm. People are freaking out because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. Yeah. And they're like, what can we do with the chef? Ugh, he's mm. making a fricassee out of a plan. People are angry, but they're not sure why. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. Mm. They're just, I think they just basically consistently fuck up people until they get to the big bad. Well, pretty much it. no, there's more they to t- it than They that. take out a helicopter. Yeah. Which somehow manages to land on a battleship. Talk us through this. Well, I don't know how... Or why there is a helicopter. So basically the US government has now found out that there's a yes. plan. Mm. This ship's been taken hostage. They're holding to ransom. Mm. cruise missiles. And the US government's like, I'm not going to fucking stand for that. No. We're going to send in SEAL Team 6 on a helicopter. Mm. What happened to SEAL Teams 1 through 5? Uh, they they just they, they, They're used for crowd control. <laughs> festival for shooting peaceful protesters yeah, probably true they, they spend most of their time sat about waiting for download and bloodstock to happen <laughs> in case there's another in riot in case there's a riot mm. cool so SEAL Team 6 attempting to land so this helicopter's coming in and super stealthy oh, and it's dark this, right I may be remembering this wrong then because I remember them blowing up a helicopter that was already on the boat no, they blow it up in the air, I think. Or it might be on the boat. Maybe they blow up another one to they stop people from getting off. basically don't land. No, because they... I, I remember Steven Siegel and Sarah blowing up a helicopter. Oh, well, that happens thinking, as well. Yeah. I remember thinking, what, that's just, separate. That's yeah. a way off the boat that you've just yeah, denied why yourself. Because the terrorists aren't trying to leave. Because 
he knows he can't possibly get off the boat in the helicopter because they'll just shoot him down. So he's mm. just going to blow it up. Yeah. And cause a distraction. Ah. A big F you. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, before It makes that, sense to Steven Seagal. Yeah, does. that's all that matters. I think it makes sense in the film, but I can't really remember why that happens. But basically, Seal Team hates 6... helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> it might be Steven Seagal that shoots down Seal Team 6. <laughs> He's like, I don't care who they are, they're in a fucking helicopter. Get fucked. He didn't shoot down Seal Team 6, he shot down their helicopter, they just happened to be aboard. To be if they didn't want to get shot down, they shouldn't have been a fucking jellyflopter, should they? Bastards. <laughs> so, at this point, Steven Seagal becomes Sean B. Mm. <laughs> who hates helicopters. He does. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> Don't sue us, Sean Bean. So, so Casey Ryback gets a Stinger missile, shoots down the helicopter, which just happens to contain SEAL Team 6. And, ooh, that's unfortunate because they could have helped you out, bruh. Maybe he just doesn't understand what they are. He might. Maybe not, they're like, yeah. I mean, imagine if you didn't know that they weren't a huge predatory animal. <laughs> Helicopters are scary, man. Then it would make complete sense to. Mm. Maybe he just doesn't like the noise. They're quite loud. He's like, he's like a dog with a. <laughs> like, Fuck! Pulls out a stinger. The thumping bass gives him like rave flashbacks or something. <laughs> Fucking Steven Seagal has never been to a rave in <laughs> Yeah, but Casey Ryback has. That's why he was honourably discharged from the Navy SEALs <laughs> for going to a rave. Is it, they what, never tackle that in the what film. Was like, it Calasta? He, they're never wanking. Tackled, I don't think they're <laughs> either wanking or going to a rave. It was maybe both. I don't yeah, know. could have been both. So yeah, he shot down the helicopter. Um, oh, that's a problem. The Navy SEALs can't get on, and uh, the US government's like, right, well, why don't we just blow up the boat? We'll send in an airstrike. Seems reasonable. We'll yeah. just send in an F-18 Hornet to drop a bomb on the boat. So they try and do that. Um, but Darth Maul has control. Oh, they've got a computer guy. I've just remembered they've got like a computer hacker guy, just like Die Hard. Yeah. Who's like, There's always a hacker. And he's hacker man. He's the one who hacks into the cruise missiles and does everything else or something. And he's hacked into the phalanx machine guns on the destroyer. Mm. And his F-18 flies past, and it just fucking locks on and guns him down, mm. destroys mm. it. Turn his F-18 into Swiss cheese. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, the main kind of thing is, the main plan is Darth Maul wants to offload bombs or missiles or something onto some submarines. And all these Italians turn up in submarines and they have to, like, weld some brackets onto them to offload the missiles or something. And so they're all doing that. And meanwhile... Are these Italians just people they've like met in the pub, or I don't know <laughs> where do these Italians come from. It's not explained. Italy, but they're definitely ah. Italian because they like swear at people and do that. Like... <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, yeah, come on, forget about it. right." That's Italian American again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, Casey Ryback is busting out some hostages from the like cells because he hears them tapping on the wall in Morse code oh yeah yeah and he lets them out and right he has to it's a race against time right because mm. the terrorist dudes have realised that the, the jig is up yeah right 
And so they've started flooding the engine base. That's right, yeah. To, like, kill everyone for some mm-hmm. reason. And to distract Casey Ryback. That's I think why. that's why it's a distraction. Yeah. And he has to go down and rescue them before the time is up. But meanwhile, Darth Maul mm-hmm. and Captain and Commander Krill and Commander Krill are having an argument about whether or not they are going to shoot some fucking missiles at things, right? Mm, yeah. mm. And I think they do probably at this point launch a cruise missile. I think they do, but don't, don't they abort it as well? Later. Yeah. I think Casey Ryback has to abort that, but it's uh, heading towards like San Francisco or somewhere. Mm. And then Casey Ryback gets all the way up to the fucking bridge. Mm-hmm. And then what happens to Commander Krill? How does he finish the movie? I mean, That's... I'm going to guess dead. Yes. Well, who kills him and how? Don't remember. It's it's fucking Sarah, isn't it? Doesn't does. Sarah fucking yes, shoot him? you're right. Right, so what happens is they're offloading he... all these missiles onto the submarines. Casey Ryback swim, tries to swim out to the missiles, uh, to the submarines, and meanwhile all the people he's rescued are trying to like shoot at the submarines with the artillery guns on the boat. And then he swims back and he climbs up the anchor, blows up a helicopter for some reason. Because he hates them. Because he hates helicopters. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, Krill's there with the gun and he's like, I fucking got you now, mate. What are you going to do now? You've been in the fucking sea. You're tired. You've climbed up an anchor. I've got a gun. You haven't. Fucking sucks to be you. Call yourself a cook. Call yourself a Navy SEAL. Get shot, son. And then he points the gun at him. And then you have that classic kind of action movie thing where he points the gun and he goes, but then he falls down because right behind him is Sarah with an MP5 and she's learned how to shoot people. She's like, get wrecked, noob. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> proceeds to fucking teabag him <laughs> and they all go to Bombsite B, yeah. which is which is the bridge. The bridge. Bombsite B for bridge. Because he has to defuse the missile that's right. That they've shot at the president of the United States. Before this, this is just a brief interlude, right? They're in a gunfight, and the president tries to call Casey Ryback, <laughs> and the stripper has to Sarah has to take the call, mm. and she goes, "He's in a gunfight right now. Can I take a message?" Very funny. So they gunfight their yeah. way to the bridge, mm. and. Uh, then it's like the face-off. I think he just kills the hacker, like, no problem, because he's just a computer nerd. Probably. Just breaks his arms until yeah. he dies. Yeah. <laughs> but then... He just keeps breaking his arm until he dies. Him and Tommy Lee Jones, are, he's like, why are you doing this, Tommy Lee Jones? And Tommy Lee Jones is like, I'm doing this because... He's like, too sucked. <laughs> shit's fucked up, yo. I don't like America or American foreign policy. And Casey Ryback is like, Neither do I, but you can't blow up the President of the United States with a cruise missile stolen from a World War II museum ship just because you don't like American foreign policy. And then Tommy Lee Jones is like, yeah, I can. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can actually. I mean, that's <laughs> literally what I'm doing. That's no, what, that yeah, is yeah, what's yeah. happening. But nevertheless, I'm going to fight you about it. Mm. Oh, oh, you're going to fight me, are you? Right. Well, um, guess what, son? I've got a knife. Oh, yeah. He's like, you're a chef, I'm a chef. Let's chef cook. Right. Let's have chef combat. Jesse. Master cook. chef. Sorry. It's master chef. <laughs> it's master chef. And the, the only skill we're checking is knife skills. Casey, 
We need to cook. And so we, they do a fucking absolutely mad knife fight where they both just got knives and they're just like... And it looks fucking really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's a really shit knife fight. It's, it's shit apart from the way Steven Seagal wins, which is brilliant, is he like catches Darth Maul's knife in his mouth, bites it between his teeth, Stabs him in the top of the head. Oh! And then just throws his head through a fucking radar screen. Welcome and he to the says, party, pal. Keep the faith. And that's referencing a bit earlier, which doesn't make sense out of context, but like, he says some like religious fucking yeah. shit or something about keeping the faith. I don't know. Uh, he explains his whole plan and he says there's something vaguely kind of, I don't know, profound or religious about it. And then Ryback's just like, boom, keep the faith. Mm. Bang, dead. He, then he goes to the computer, disarms the missile. Um, so he puts his head up. through a monitor. He like, literally throws like it a radar through monitor. a radar screen. Like, it is a fucking really good villain death. Yeah, it's good. As far as like villain deaths go. He gets stabbed with a like 12-inch kitchen knife. Through, through the, the skull. After having a whole extended knife fight. Yeah. And I have to say that my objection to this knife fight is not what they're doing. How? Well, it is, but it's just that it just looks shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're literally just going like, they've just got their hands in front of them. And it, yeah, I guess that's kind of how you would fight with they're knives. They're doing some kind of fancy knife shit, but like, it just it doesn't kind of silly. well into movie fighting. Do you know what it is? Mm. What it is, is that it's filmed from a wide angle camera, Go on. and it's Tommy Lee Jones and Steven Seagal mm. doing a knife fight. And Steven Seagal knows how to knife fight, presumably. But he's also Steven Seagal. Yeah. <laughs> so he looks awkward and weird no matter what he's doing. True. Including if he's doing something that he's been doing for like 50 mm-hmm. years or however long he's been alive. Which is Aikido, and mm. he's this is one of the one of the reasons why I love him is because the way when he does some martial arts, he looks fucking weird. That's true, actually. I mean, like he looks like a mannequin. I think you kind of forget about it a lot of the time when, so he's doing these awkward martial arts. It doesn't look flourishy or whatever, but it's fucking brutal because people's arms are just breaking, <laughs> and like he's there's a bit in. Um, what is it? Is it like hard to kill or something? Yes. When he gets a pool ball in a fucking handkerchief and he just breaks a guy's face with it and it's so brutal that you forget that like compared to other martial arts films, it's not that interesting to watch, but it's just fucking like, ooh, it's like, you know what I mean? It makes not, you cringe. It's not glamorous. It's pretty evil. Yeah, it's just fucking brutal. He's good. As much as I'm taking the piss out of him. He is good. He is, he is good. He just looks like an absolute fucking freak. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so he smashes Tommy Lee Jones' head through a fucking monitor. He's dead. Mm. And then he does some hacking, because chefs all know to hack, yeah. and stops the President of the United States being blown up by a cruise missile. Mm-hmm. They just type in the self-destruct codes and the missile blows up. And yeah. That's it, and just crashes. And then the he gets married to Sarah. I think that's true. And they have a daughter who's in the second film. That's true. Did not know. Yeah, that. and she knows Aikido Cause he now as well because he teaches her. Hmm. Yeah, we should do Under Siege too. We she also knows stripping. Is there anything else that happens at the end of this movie? That's basically it. I think, I think that's basically it. That's all that matters. I don't think we missed any important points really. There's probably a couple of bits where people are like, <laughs> Casey Ryback, you may be a chef, but 
you didn't overdo this situation. So there is one bit which is amusing from the film, which we've missed, which is just, well, it's just a little kind of dialogue that happens. Um, like when Casey Ryback calls the president, there's one of his advisors or something goes, oh, dude, that's Casey Ryback. I wish he was on this boat because he's like the best Navy SEAL in the universe. <laughs> and the president's like, well, 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 well. <laughs> funnily enough, <laughs> uh, we appointed him as uh, head chef on this boat. So uh, problem solved. Cool. But he needed a break, so we made him a chef. Yeah. All right. So I think we've kind of remembered Under Siege. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to find out more about films we kind of remember, you can follow us on SoundCloud. You can also look at our webpage, which is filmswekindaremember.wordpress.com. And you can give us your likes. Do that, please. And shares and follows mm-hmm. and tell people about this because we want more people to listen to it. Yes. Because we are having a good time. We're having a great mm-hmm. time. We don't mind if anyone's <laughs> listening to it or not, but please listen to it. Thank you That's for listening to it. You are a good person. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. We are having a good time talking to you. <laughs> if you've got any ideas about movies you'd like us to cover, then please send it to us at our email, which is filmswekindaremember at gmail.com. If you've got any ideas about, yeah, if, you, if there's any movies you think that we should kind of remember. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.